Hello, Patriots. Welcome to the Patriot Review. It is episode 63. We're going to talk today about fascism and what we see around us and the events of the recent months and even the years, I guess. Um, I threw together that little meme package for you to maybe make you laugh or chuckle a little bit because we always talk about everything that's so serious. One thing that... Um, that I did put together a long time ago, and now the mainstream media is, is catching up on it, is uh, our VP's habit of constantly laughing in the face of serious issues and questions. And as you know, she traveled over, maybe you don't know, she traveled overseas, and of course she starts laughing at the podium and is an embarrassment. And this is the first thing that came to my mind when she first did it uh, on our southern border. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of why it drives me crazy, and that's what it reminds me of. She's like a hyena and just grating. Um, so yeah, triggered a little bit, maybe, but thought I'd have some fun with that too. So today we're going to talk about fascism, like I said, and we're going to talk specifically about some examples and we're going to ask some questions. But uh, before we do that, you know, I, I want to kind of introduce this in a little bit of a narrative here. So, you know, the degree to which our educational system, our government and our politicians have failed every American cannot be overstated. And this is n not just, you know, this is nothing new. We live in a time when the majority of Americans have no understanding of what makes and has made America the greatest country to have ever existed on earth. This is a lesson, this is a lesson and everybody should be aware of this fact, it should be common knowledge by the time you're eight years old. Yet today, the majority of educators and administrators are more concerned about teaching pronouns, uh, you know, garbage gender lies, how flawed or victimized our children are based on their skin color. Uh, these people should never be allowed near our kids, let alone be allowed to act as their role models, my opinion. So what does fascism look like? As I said, that's what we're exploring today. You know, how can you correlate what you see happening around you to a specific party or group uh, or just individual politicians themselves, uh, which of them are in line with America's founding principles of individual liberty, freedom, and equality. And now the past week, you know, people who believe in individual liberty and freedom have got attacked and added to the so-called domestic terrorist list, right? So this is, this is just absolutely, insa absolutely insane, you know, um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why has America really come to find itself in this position and how can we as Americans save America? And we're going to be asking some questions and going through some issues. And I pulled these issues, you know, off the top of my head. I'm not saying that this, this list that I'm going to go through is all inclusive by any means. It's not. I'm sure you can add a lot of things, you know, but um, 
I think I pulled out some pretty good ones, so we'll go ahead and we'll do that in a minute. But first, let's define fascism. You know, today's definitions in online dictionaries and everything else have, have also been co-opted by the left, and they changed the definition of words, and they like to redefine themselves with, with a new word, example, liberal, progressive, you know, once one word starts to get negative connotations, they always reinvent the words that describe themselves. Um, but anyway, so the definitions of, of the words themselves have to be challenged. So the dictionary, if you open it up and you look at fascism, it's a right-wing, extremely nationalist system of government. This is historically inaccurate and dishonest because any truly right-wing nationalist political system is about having the smallest and weakest form of government possible, weakest in the sense of uh, dictating to the people. So for those on the right, the people that hold power and are elected to serve the true right uh, wants to make sure that they understand it's the people's will and they are governing on behalf of and as servants to the people. So fascism is not a product of the right whatsoever. It's a product of the left, uh, larger and larger government, more and more dictation as to, as to everything. So, you know, the historians, the historians, uh, historians would say that the greatest example of a, of a fascistic government probably uh, in recent times would be the Nazis. I know everybody blows a gasket when you start talking about the Nazis, but uh, here's why I do that. So, uh, you know, the party name, first of all, was the National Socialist German Workers Party. They were socialist form of government. Um, they were fascist, actually. But Hitler, Hitler um, you know, at first he promised a lot of social reform. He promised universal health care. He promised social programs for the elderly, uh, free education, and so on. That, that should sound familiar. He took guns away from his citizens, removing their ability to defend themselves against his tyranny. That should sound familiar. Yes, in Nazi Germany, it was easy to see that the state controlled everything and everyone. There was no individual liberty. There were no God-given rights. In Nazi Germany, it is easy to see that they controlled everything and the individual either followed or was crushed. Uh, political prisoners, hmm, we'll talk about that one. He, uh, you know, he, he took power gradually and molded the nation into a completely fascist state. And again, big government, big fascism is product of the left, not a product of the right. So, you know, when we look in the uh, situation at the situation of our country right now, so, you know, it is indeed the left wingers in America who seek and have always sought to have more and more power, to have more and more wealth through regulation, restrictions of personal freedoms, that is, and taxation and theft of a person's wages and property. Now those wages are basically um, payment for taking a piece of your life because when you work that time, you can never gain back. So when a political party takes your wages, they take 
part of your life away from you, literally. And that's what makes it so imperative that all of us have a say in what those wages are going to go for and what they're going to do. And we certainly are seeing less and less control financially. Uh, we really don't have a word to say about it. They're passing bills before they know what's in it. You know, it's just the founding fathers are spinning in their graves and have been for years. I want to talk about another dictator, uh, Mussolini, Benito Mussolini. He referred to fascism as corporatism. And during his time, the corporate elites partnered with his government to control every aspect of Italian life. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Look at our situation now with big tech and uh, virtue signaling and so on. So today, you know, we see actors, we see athletes, we see woke corporations, we see politicians in America, and they all falsely and ignorantly claim that America is a systemically racist nation that deserves to be destroyed and remade into a fascist state. Now, we talked about, and you can write me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com, but we've talked about over the number of shows that you know, we have gone from, and this is ever since the BLM, the stated Marxists, the trained Marxists in their own words, ever since uh, they started a couple, well, even back with Barack Obama, but more so a couple, couple, a uh, uh, few months ago back in the summer when uh, they were burning and looting and everything else. So they really were trying to, in their own words, burn America down and rebuild it into a Marxist uh, nation. But I think it's gone beyond that now when you look um, what COVID brought in and everything else. So you can tell me what you think. Again, you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Um, so we see that group of people, you know, that are that are really wanting to destroy America. Uh, they don't necessarily come out and say that, but you're only fooling yourself if you can't see what some of these so-called requirements or you know, expectations are. And we'll talk more about that. But, you know, they want to decide what thoughts are okay to have, what opinions are okay to hold, uh, what you're allowed to think and not allowed to think. If you disagree with them, they'll strip you of your freedoms. You'll be physically imprisoned in some cases, and that is happening today in America. Uh, you could even be killed. And, um, you know, we've seen we've seen that. And we'll talk about that in a little while as well. So, you know, it's like uh, it's like the ones historically responsible for hundreds of millions of deaths, you know, at the hands of evil, despotic, crazy people. Not a great idea, is it? It doesn't sound so good, but yet we have a group of people on the left who want more and more power in the hands of government, even though they rail against someone like Trump, who was in office before, uh, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Give more more control to government only when a Democrat is in office, or what? Neither neither party should have that kind of control. So next, it's important to understand that our fathers based our system, our founding fathers based our system of government. You know, starting with the preconception that we as citizens of a free America, and indeed as human beings on the planet do not receive our rights at the pleasure of a government or individual. You know, that's what the 
War of Independence was about, the Revolutionary War was about, you know, for the first time in history, man had put down to paper the idea that all humans, no matter how rich or how poor, no matter what gender, no matter what race, have equal and inalienable rights given to us by our Creator. Now, these principles are based on the Judeo-Christian values as set by God's Word, the view that it is the elitists in our country who should dictate our freedoms is the polar opposite of our founding principles and exposes the first telltale sign of who the fascists are. How? Ask yourself, which American political party has eliminated God from their official platform entirely? The Democrats did that in 2012. Who has shuttered the doors of churches and privately owned businesses using a so-called COVID crisis in which 99.9994% of people survive? Which party openly mocks people of faith? Um, unless, of course, they're Muslims, then they're afraid to do that. If they're Muslims who are by their own Quran are mandated to convert or kill all non-believers, well, then you can't say anything about that, even post 9-11. So, you know, for more on that, um, I've been putting out a series called Eye on Islam. You can go take a look at that. Uh, it, If you're a member on our website, you can check that out. Again, it's redbloodedpatriots.com. So which party in recent years has weaponized unelected government agencies and uh, appointed officials to harass and even imprison Americans with principles that are in fact more in line with freedom and liberty than their own. Who's used the IRS against Americans who agree with individual liberty? Indeed, as the, day, as the days go by, it's more dangerous to speak about and believe in in the same colorblind, faithblind, genderblind principles of individual liberty and freedom. Why is this? It is because if you, like the founders, intended anyway, and like hundreds of millions of Americans who came before you, believe that it is God and not our government that gives you your rights, you are an obstacle. That is why they are attacking everybody who believes in individualism, who believes in equal opportunity, who believes in equal protection under the law, uh, and who believes in God in particular because they have to replace God with the state. Um, so it should be in no surprise what we're seeing have happening in our country with that background. So you are an obstacle to all the control fascists crave and must have. Uh, they want to strip every last freedom from every individual and declare that they have godlike powers of deciding who lives, who dies based on their beliefs or compliance to satanic laws and dictates or what social score they have. Uh, that is the end game here. That is what we could see and we're already seeing to an extent in the United States. So also, which party staged the so-called January 6th insurrection 
which I call a false flag event, and I call it the American Reichstag fire. You remember um, the Nazis, Hitler taking con total control. He used the Reichstag fire as an excuse to be able to do that. Now, we're seeing January 6th, we've got political prisoners who did nothing inside the Capitol, people who were outside the Capitol, arrested, uh, uh, beaten, treated terribly, uh, not allowed to have attorneys for quite a while, people who are charged for trespassing who are in jail to this day, well over a year now, later. In the meantime, remember this is the systemically racist United States of America. Jesse Smollett, who committed a hate crime against all whites and lied about uh, being attacked, well, he can't handle it, so he's out of jail early. While these people who were just uh, using their free speech rights who outside of the Capitol are still political prisoners. Tell me again that we're systemically racist. Tell me again that it's not more about class than it is uh, about uh, race and it is about religion. And the elites, and, and I want to make something clear, the elites, um, it's not just party specific. I've been talking a lot about which party, but there are, there are plenty of elites in the what I call the uniparty that are rhinos and that you know really are in, in it for themselves and that's it. So I'm not I'm not saying that that isn't true. Um, so for for that stuff, you can go back to some of my prior episodes, episode 37, episode 50, and episode 57. You can check that out. That's more about January 6th in particular. Uh, but let's go back to the beginning of, of Trump's time in office. So the fascists, you know, they they illegally spied on a candidate and then the sitting president fabricated blatant lies about him to impact the election in 2016. They attacked his children. They still do to this day. And they used the corrupt media and other politicians to try to destroy him and negate the power of his supporters vote. And we certainly have seen that over the past five, six years now. Uh, these same people, you know, have labeled all white males as the source for all of America's imperfections. They have been called uh, all who believe in the idea of America and who believe in individual liberty, domestic terrorists, even as they seek to destroy our nation in favor of a new world order that is run by China and perhaps China and Russia both. They never counted on Trump winning. They never counted on him actually delivering the most robust economy in our nation's history, achieving the lowest unemployment rates among all minority groups. They never counted on him uh, or America achieving energy independence. And we saw how Biden reversing that has worked out for everybody. Although now he seems to have finally uh, wised up and will approve the leases and and uh, gas prices will hopefully go down as they should. Uh, but back to Trump, never expected him to, for the first time in decades, uh, broker peace deals between Arab nations and Israel. That really didn't get much press at all. But I guarantee you that as a kid, I remember watching, you know, what a big deal it was when Carter uh achieved some peace agreements. Uh, so yeah, so, you know, because he did, they had to steal the 2020 election and honest Americans know they did. 
and we're seeing more proof come out. We'll see on March 24th, even more evidence coming out in the state of Wisconsin. There's a hearing. They have uh, video, cell phone tracking, um, all kinds of evidence showing people stuffing ballot boxes, and it's to the tune of hundreds of, of thousands of votes. Uh, they say he, Trump lost Wisconsin by 20,000 when he actually won by over 200,000. So March 24th, that's something to look out for, and we'll talk about that on the Patriot Review after it happens. Uh, we'll talk about next Sunday. So in order to create chaos, they created crisis after crisis. You remember Rahm Emanuel, um, never let a good crisis go to waste. Sometimes they all have their moments of honesty. Uh, you know, and then we have this unelected bureaucrat, this wannabe despot who illegally uh, decided things that he had no power to decide upon. And he said about creating more division and hate through vaccine mandates, mask mandates, and business closures. And yes, I'm talking about Fauci. Uh, they demanded, and we allowed them to make us wear masks and uh, mask up our kids, even though it's been proven that masks are completely worthless unless they're wearing an N95 masks, or mask, which Fauci purposely um, said that, that uh, cloth masks were okay because he wanted to save the masks for healthcare. And, you know, so he himself had come out and said that the cloth masks do nothing. And we've seen him flip-flop, and, and again, we see this is all about power, and this is all about uh, wealth for big pharma, and that goes back to the corporatists, the fascism, uh, the, the Mussolini example that I was speaking of. Uh, so there's all kinds of data you can look up for that and how the big pharmaceutical companies are profiting off this, how Fauci's profiting off this, how his patents allow him to line his pockets when he's part of the decision. So it's like the fox guarding the hen house, as they say. So anyone who's dared to be a patriot and challenge these people was and continues to be silenced. Uh, so we're going to take a look at several slides, and then I have Ronald Boyd joining us for a short discussion on this topic. We'll be right back. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. 
Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Okay, we're back. For those of you that are listening to this on a podcast forum, instead of watching the video, uh, the music that you hear is an advertisement for a Patriot Review shirt that says, I'd rather believe my eyes than the media lies. You can check that out at redbloodedpatriots.com slash shop. So back to fascism. What does it look like? So I was thinking about this and I was, you know, what I was uh, thinking was when would the average person really have had to look in the mirror and say, this is wrong, this is bordering on fascism. And I think that moment was shortly before the 2020 election, when over 150 million American citizens were muzzled by big tech for their beliefs. And of course, that number's only grown, and what we've seen come out of it, thankfully, is some great social media platforms that you know fly in the face of zuckerberg and the twitter and 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 all those that are censoring and you know you had to really you had to really see it when you saw that this corporatism uh this corporate fascism when you saw a sitting president get silenced you know so i wanted to go again so just reviewing a little bit so the the founding fathers if you believe in the founding fathers, if you believe in uh, individual liberty, you are a problem. If you believe in uh, Jesus Christ, if you're a Christian, you are a problem. If you vote Republican or are registered Republican, you are a problem. If you support Donald Trump, not only are you a problem, but you should be put in a re-education camp hmm, which party has been talking about that? And who does that sound like? Uh, but I'm not necessarily talking about Hitler. Let's talk about, hmm, FDR maybe. Hmm, Japanese internment camps. Wasn't it, wasn't, uh, wasn't the people on the right with that one, was it? Uh, so if you're white, if you're a white male, like moi, you are part of the problem. Even though you believe in, you know, Equality for all with a blindfold, even if you believe equal treatment under the law for everybody. And again, I want to I compare Jesse Smollett to the people who are standing outside of our capital that we pay for. Uh, ridiculous. And we shouldn't tolerate it. If you believe that there was any issue with the last election, you are part of the problem even though that many, many Democrats, including our VP herself, came out in 2016 and warned us about these machines and warned that election could be stolen. I guess they figured if you can't beat them, join them. And I think they stole the election. So therefore, I'm part of the problem. Um, Fauci, if you believe that COVID is for the most part a lie, and that the people who died from it were compromised, they were, they were immunodeficient, and they would have died from pneumonia and other things. And now we're seeing the numbers being recalculated and being dropped because that's exactly what they did, is they said that all these deaths were caused by COVID when they were not. 
if you refuse the vaccine, which is not FDA approved, the only FDA approved vaccine is not produced or distributed in the United States. These pharmaceutical companies and Fauci and other uh, people have positioned themselves to get stinking rich off of our suffering. And that is both parties, not just one party. Uh, so the next thing is um, more in line with what, what we've allowed. So we allowed the masks. We allowed Fauci to dictate, and Trump was guilty of that. We allowed the vaccines to be mandated to a point. We've seen some pushback. It's, that's been great, like the truckers and stuff. Uh, but we also allowed them to to close our businesses and control control our our businesses, and this is nothing more than an attack on the middle class, and that's what that was all about. It wasn't about safety whatsoever. We still see our kids being required to masks in in blue states and blue cities. Uh, again, does absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, it's been shown to do more harm than good with kids. Once you weigh in. Uh, the social aspects and uh, learning to read people's faces and, and empathy and those sorts of things. Um, and then, of course, we've also noticed the big ramp up on pro-China, pro-China messaging, whether it's the athletes like LeBron or it's newscasts, you know, and the mainstream media and, and others really pushing the Chinese agenda. And then lastly, you know, if you're a patriot or consider yourself a patriot, you're, you're nationalistic, uh, you are definitely a problem. So I want to get into the table now that I produced. And this is, uh, try to go through this as quick as I can for you, but I think that this shows the difference between people like you and me who are uh, you know, pro-American, pro-individual uh uh, Pro-constitution. This this is kind of like the polar opposite chart. So, in in one group of people, we have people who use race, faith, faith gender, sexual preference, uh, etc., to divide Americans and create crisis. And we've certainly seen a lot of that. As opposed opposed to um, us, the America Firsters, I will call our, call us. Uh, we believe that all individuals have the same rights and that equal opportunities for success should be given. Then, going back, we have those that seek to remove wealth from one group with promises of equity that cannot exist. There is no such thing as equal outcome in the real world. And we have the group that believes that wealth is a reward for honest work and that new wealth is created and not taken from others. So, you know, there was, uh, I don't remember who said it, maybe uh, it was an economist years ago, but uh, talking about the pie being not just so much pie to divide up that you can make more pies. And that's really what we as America Firsters believe that wealth can be created and uh, not just divided up and shared. There's not a finite amount of wealth to go around. Uh, the other group provides victim mentality and promotes the idea that only they are righteous enough to right the supposed wrongs. Well, that one we've definitely seen, where in our case, as 
Trumpers or deplorables or American first patriots, we tend to promote individual So the fascist group deliberately endangers citizens by eliminating border sovereignty. Uh, we're seeing that our southern border is an absolute mess and that is only getting worse. Um, as opposed to the American firsters when in power, uh, increasing diligence to protect the sovereignty of our nation. And we certainly saw that under Trump, the border was a lot more secure. And it's amazing how the current administration really wants to emphasize the importance of the borders in the Ukraine. But of course, if you do that here, you are a terrible, despicable person because American citizens don't deserve protection from terrorists, from uh, gangbangers, from criminals that are being released by their governments to come up to our nation. They don't deserve protection from COVID coming through, coming across our border, even though uh, Fauci and his uh, pharmaceutical minions scream that we all got to have the vaccine and we got to have protection with a mask, et cetera, et cetera. But it's okay for people to walk across the border with it or TB or whatever disease you want to think of. So we will have one group that openly aids America's enemies to destabilize America. Uh, we could go back to uh, Obama, the Obama administration and illegally running weapons to Mexican drug cartels. We could say, we could talk about uh, leaving Americans to die in Benghazi, right? We could talk about that and how that happened. Um, violating the law to keep Americans uh, secrets on unauthorized servers. Remember, that was no big deal. Nothing wrong with that. 32,000 top secret emails on Hillary Clinton's server in her home and her bathroom. Uh, selling 20% of our uranium to Russia. That's uh, to Russia. That's Hillary Clinton uh, home run number two there. Appointing czars. This one always bothered me. Obama loved to use the term czars. It's an un-American title. Uh, but he reported that he appointed them to dictate, regulate, and enforce unconstitutional mandates. Seeing that again with Mr. Biden, uh, allowing for the theft of American military secrets and provides funding to American enemies like Iran, China, and Russia. And the financial aid and other things are definitely on the left. But uh, all, I think all of our politicians as of late have not done enough to protect American secrets. Uh, promotes anti-Semitic propaganda and welcomes those with communist, socialist, radical environmentalist, and Islamist ideology into positions of, of power. There should be no one like Omar in our Congress whatsoever. Openly support and encourages violent extremist groups like BLM and Antifa. Here you have a group, like I said earlier, blatantly Marxist saying they want to destroy our country. One group supports them. Our current VP even bails them out of jail. And in the meantime, if you believe in America, you are called a terrorist. <clears throat> Elected officials openly calling for violence against Americans who know the true America and threaten their power trip. So we've seen these leftist leaders get very, very excited if anyone challenges them. 
to the point where school board, uh, the school boards and the moms who are raising concerns over the education our kids are, are or are not receiving, depending on how you look at it, uh, they are also domestic terrorists and the FBI is breaking down their door in the case of Colorado, several doors. Uh, you can look that up if you don't believe that. And then there's us who believe in peace through strength, the Reagan doctrine, uh, believing again in individualism, and would not do any of these other things that I just listed. <clears throat> the far left of fascists selectively applies the rights that all Americans are guaranteed only to those that consent to being governed by the despots. So good example is you get to come in the grocery store if you have your shot. You get to, to go to a restaurant if you have your shot. No, that's not how it works. Um, they are violating on a regular basis our first, second, fourth, fifth, and when it comes to states, the Tenth Amendment rights uh, constantly. Uh, we believe in equal uh, application of our rights and laws, as you know, and that is something that we have to stand up and fight for. Uh, a lot of these leaders, like this is one of the things that I, I watch Nancy Pelosi do on a regular basis, feign Christianity while promoting immoral behavior and reduces or eliminates the punishment for it. So the latest one is pedophilia, which is absolutely infuriating and disgusting, trying to normalize that and then equally or even more disgusting is, is abortion up to birth, uh, for example, and that basically is pure murder. So we have a Judeo-Christian value set. Uh, they hate that. Again, the state has to be dictating what behavior is acceptable and not, not acceptable, uh, whether it's in the schools, whether it's out and about, you know, get in the face of anybody who, you know, is a Trump supporter and let them know they're not welcome in their own country, as Maxine Waters tried to say. Uh, disgusting. Uh, punishing Americans who exercise their God-given rights and long-standing social practices, such as parenting rights and education, covered that a little bit, understands that under our Constitution, this is us, the rights of our elected officials do not allow for such action. Well, they're doing it, so we have to stand up and do something about it. And of course, I have to say, no, I'm not talking about getting violent. The radical fascists seek to control every aspect of our lives, including health care, which they have done, uh, education, which they are doing, our utilities. So this is a lot of stuff coming up, coming in under the green agenda. Right? They want to control. <laughs> they want to control how, uh, what the temperature of your home is, how much hot water you can use, and on and on and on. They want to control what's acceptable and not acceptable at work. Uh, this came out never, never more obviously than the mandated shots uh, that have been challenged uh, very often successfully, thankfully. Um, of course, they want to control family life. What makes a family? What are the roles of members within families? What's acceptable to teach? What's not acceptable to teach the moral code, etc. They want to even control your diet. And it gets rather um, idiotic and extreme, like Bloomberg wanting to control the amount of soda you could have. 
social activities, what's acceptable and not acceptable in the social realm. Access to basic needs and services. Got to control that, right? We'll, we'll control that because if you are an anti-vaxxer, you're probably a Trump person. And even though the data shows that the vaccines are genetic modifiers and it's one big, huge, illegal uh, <laughs> genocide that is going on using these terrible drugs, uh, they will limit your services and your access to things because you will not take it. Uh, they want to judge what morality is and isn't. And that's where religion comes under attack and to the point where they want to be the thought police and put you in re-education camps. So we, on the other hand, we want to keep the government too small to even come close to doing any of these things. The federal government was originally only given four powers and that's all it should have. Where it is right now, we're, we're reaping what we have sowed over decades and decades of allowing them to erode our rights. So the far left, the fascists label Americans and group, and, and group them to remove individuality so they can be attacked more easily. It's much easier for a person to attack a whole group of people than to actually think about the person that would be in with it, within that group that lives right next door to them that they've had a positive relationship for years with. Somebody that they've sat around the grill or maybe they had a fire or whatever. Somebody that they really like, but guess what? They're a dreaded, terrible white male, so they're bad people. Uh, so definitely fascist. We despise that behavior. We promote individualism. Yes, I know I've said that a million times, but it's very critical. Uh, the fascists believe that America must be destroyed and placed with, that should say New World Order, that's a spell check for you, uh, founded in totalitarianism. We, however, want to preserve America and strive for protection. That's another thing we never, ever have said, uh, those of us on the right, we've never said that America is perfect. We've never said that America doesn't have some pretty big sins in the past. But what we always do say is that the objective that our founding fathers had was to seek perfection, to constantly improve. And I think that if you look at the history of America, that is exactly what has happened. So just a brief review here, you know, this is what fascism looks like. Censorship of free speech, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, BLM Antifa, media propaganda, school indoctrination, election fraud, political persecution, attack on the Second Amendment, medical tyranny, and genocide. So who's allowing this? Well, for those of you who are like me and you are on the right, we have to look at our own party. Our own party has been weak and feeble and has not stood up against the onslaught, the attack that the fascist left is has been waging for years. Uh, the realization has to come that the people who we had called Republican in the past do not have our interest at heart, just like the Democrats, the fascist Democrats don't. Uh, it would be awesome if we could get back to the day when we had real Democrats, real liberals, 
and real conservatives who really advanced the desires of their constituency. Um, I think that America first is the only way to get that. And America first should be exactly what every American believes in. America can, can be of more help to other countries if America is a strong America, uh, a productive America, uh, whether it's agriculture or oil or whatever, there's with a stronger America, we can be, you know, more generous and and help more. So I don't understand what the argument against the America first agenda is. Um, and really what it is, is that's not what's really bothering them. What's bothering them is they don't like not being in total control and having as much wealth as possible. And they're going to drain us until they get it and that's on both sides of the aisle and yes i know there are people who are good there are people who do have uh are do not follow or fit into this what i'm describing but there's not many of them and unfortunately that's that's the truth and we need to realize that and we need to get rid of them uh, so why do they allow this obviously we all know that it's power and or wealth that they're seeking we know that they're beholden to lobbyists. We know that they have backroom deals to enrich their family members, we know, or friends or themselves. Uh, so we know that this is the case regardless of party and we have to do something about it. So America first is the only way to go and it's what we need, it's what we must insist on regardless of which side of the aisle you're on. Uh, you know, there are things we can do. We can we can vote, right? We can run for office ourselves at the local level. I think everything kind of comes up from the local level. So doing that is something that uh, it'd be great if people would consider. We need to demand transparent transparency and constitutional compliance. We have 14,000 hours of videotape that have not been released on uh, the January 6th staged event. Uh, we have, I could go and we could talk about that for a long time, but there's all kinds of examples of, of transparency uh, and of the American people being, uh, being sheltered and left out to include the concerns on the vaccines and the pharma companies wanting to keep everything hush-hush for 75 years. Uh, don't give in to fear and do not be silent. Uh, raise your voice regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, if you understand that having a debate is is, is good, it's healthy, um, you don't have to agree on everything, but we need to get back to that, that, that uh, people's opinion doesn't make them a bad person per se. Uh, not the case with a fascist, however. Fascists aren't, aren't really interested in anything but themselves. A uh, big one here, do not be violent, do not threaten people. Uh, this is playing into the hand of further destroying our country. Uh, people have a hard one with a uh, hard time with this one because, you know, they get angry and, and, uh, get belligerent at times. So we got to keep control and we got to not be violent. Educate your kids yourself, you know, go to the school board meeting, speak up. Don't, uh, be, don't be afraid because, you know, the FBI is saying that, they're going to target you and and we've seen they they have but they haven't 
been able to really charge anybody. Uh, and of course, they honestly know what they're doing is not even legal. Uh, so we need to get that under control and we need to actually come back and circle around. And I feel like Jen Psaki, circle around and hold these people accountable that are making these decisions. And then, of course, give directly to America First candidates. So that is the, the short list of things that I put together just to go over real quickly for the show here. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I know just listening to me babble on isn't all that entertaining, but I hope that some of the things that I put down made you think a little bit. And of course, you know, you're welcome to use this part of the show as you, as you wish to show uh, other folks and put your own spin on it. Uh, but be fair about it, please. So we're going to be right back with an interview that I did with Ronald Boyd earlier this week. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, fascism and some other topics. So stay tuned. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all patriots, including Mike Lindell, and our mission to restore America by going to mypillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. I'd like to welcome back to the show Mr. Ronald Boyd. He is the TPR Patriot Review historian. Uh, today, Ronald, we are talking about fascism raising its ugly head in the United States. So, welcome back. Thank you. You, um, you know, the, the video that I have or the slides that I have for the show talk a lot about specific examples of... Um, the behavior of our of our government and how it has been more fascistic than it has been anything else. And I know you have a couple examples. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about uh, Yale University. If you want to mention that, and we could just talk about uh, the overall concept of fascism in America. Okay. Yes, uh, I saw this. Uh thing on the news that talked about Yale University they were hosting uh, this panel discussion of a conservative and a liberal can find common ground regarding free speech rights but students actually shouted this uh, panel discussion down and the professor who was moderating it said that you know Yale University has a policy of free speech rights and the students should grow up and of course, the students didn't like that. And the professor continued on saying, you're disrupting 
the panel discussion. And mm -hmm. the student said, no, you're, you're disrupting us. And my question is, how is the panel discussion uh, disrupting them? Were they forced to go to this? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, they had signs prepared, you know, protesting this. Mm -hmm. And and like I said before, if it was undergraduate students, I'd say, oh, no big surprise. You know how undergrads are. Mm -hmm. But these are law students. That's this, the scary part to me. Yes, and this was hosted by the Federalist Society of the Law School at Yale. And of course, like I was telling you, that this does not fill me full of confidence. What if I went to a protest and I got arrested and I hired one of these students, let's say they graduated and they're now practicing law. I hire one of these students to represent me. Mm -hmm. And if they learned that well, I was at a Trump rally or something like that, mm -hmm. Will they actually uh, defend me properly, or will I get railroaded because they're they weren't going to defend me? Well, at all. a lot of them are refusing to represent people, like you mentioned, that have gone to Trump rallies and stuff. And the January Sixers, who were in in prison for nothing other than being, you know, conservatives, mm -hmm. uh, have faced that. Um, so, but that's not a surprise. The colleges, you know, the universities. What have we seen that now for over twenty years? Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'll come back to that point. But before I do, uh, let's talk about your other example about traveling abroad. Oh, yes. The CDC. If you travel abroad, well, if you want to come home, you have to seek permission from the CDC to return home. And to me, I'm a U.S. citizen. If I travel abroad, which is my right to do so, it is also my right return home now I don't need to seek the government's permission to come home yeah. uh, the CDC they have no power over me I did not elect the director of the CDC and I like to find out who elected that person uh, to be uh, a law giver of, of whatever you want to call it uh, no I'm sorry I did not elect you you were right. appointed you have no power over me. You are a bureaucrat. You work for me. It's right. not the other way around. Yeah, they seem to have the who's who's the servant thing back uh, backwards. Exactly. Uh, you know, but it's not a surprise, is it? So both of these things, really, when you look at it. So I, I mentioned we've seen this kind of behavior at the universities for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And now the CDC and, frankly, other three or four letter government agencies are way overstepping their bounds under the, under the emergency declaration that this administration keeps renewing without a good reason to do so and they seem to be able to get away with these things that are really are still in my opinion illegal because they're unconstitutional right so it kind of right. don't you think it kind of goes to you know we're getting what we tolerate I mean, we've tolerated this crappy behavior on campuses for a long time now. So now it's, right. you know, people think that and, it's acceptable behavior. And that's what I, I, I don't understand. Like Yale University, they put out whatever statement that they did. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. If I was a dean of the, of the law school, there's going to be consequences. You know right. what? Those students should be at, at the very least suspended. You know, like, I'm sorry, but, oh, you plan on graduating? Sorry. You're suspended for this term. 
or at, at the very most expelled. You know, if you if you're protesting against free speech, which is a fundamental civil right among, for all Americans, and you're planning on be a, being a lawyer, I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. You have no. I'm sorry. Seems you, you can't to be problematic. Be you cannot be a lawyer because right. you're not going to represent or you're not going to defend people that really need to be defended, or you're going to look the other way when the government is actually violating your rights. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you have no business being a lawyer. And if you were a lawyer and you advocate this crap, you should be disbarred. Right. And this, you know, this is the topic is fascism, and certainly. You know, we're we're talking of here um, fascism as far as silencing all, not only dissent, because a lot of it's not dissent. It's just silencing all beliefs that you don't share. And I would say that you don't understand because most of these people, I mean, I've seen some pretty stupid lawyers in my day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and most of these people, uh, they attack the idea without really knowing the history of of the country and the history of these opinions that people hold. And of course, people are wrong on both sides, but would think that the right. people who are up there speaking on the part of, on the behalf of the conservatives would not behave in the same manner uh, and, and exclude, you know, these liberals that are out in the, out in the audience. But so, right. you know, the, uh, the, the travel thing, I mean, this emergency powers, uh, this needs to end. It needs to end yesterday. Uh, right. They've abused Americans' rights for going on two years now in the name of COVID, in the name of a disease that 99.9997 or whatever it is, survive, you know. And again, we tolerate it. You know? So why, why do we tolerate it? I don't know. I mean... Th- that's, that's what's funny. It's like, why are we putting up with this? Well, I think part of it is, why are we re-electing the same bozos every election? I mean, look how old some of these people are. You got Nancy Pelosi. She's as old as the hills. You got uh, even Chuck Schumer. He's not a spring chicken. Bernie Sanders. You know, well, And all these people have one thing in common. They've never really done anything else, right? Yeah, right, right. They have no business experience. Although I guess Nancy Pelosi, her family owns a winery, but you know, so what? Yeah, it doesn't I mean, mean she's ever she's ever done a valid day's work. Oh, of course not. You know, none of these people made any decisions as far as like if you're owning a business, mm-hmm. making decisions of uh, do I really need to fire people because I can't afford to keep them because of all these all this government regulation or because of covid or whatever reason uh they don't make these decisions yeah so the they ap- don't understand so the apathy of americans has really allowed this fascist behavior to not only continue but to increase the right. more the more they take you know the more you give the more they take and right. you know we're seeing that happen across the country uh, I think that it's gotten much better as far as the schools and what's happening in the schools and uh, the anti-mask mandates yeah. and the va- vaccine mandates and the fight against that. I think there's gotten more people off the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what's our government response to that? Oh, well, now you're a domestic terrorist. 
Yeah, you know. they're double down on this stuff. Oh, they're hypocrites. And, right. <clears throat> and and really, to tell you the truth, you, you see what's going on in the schools, and you have to be alarmed. Like, if you watch TikTok at all, which I don't, I don't have TikTok, but I do see TikTok videos on YouTube every now and then, mm-hmm. and you see these teachers, and like some of these teachers is like, well, you, you can ban CRT, but gee, I'm going to find a way to teach it. It's like, really? In that case, you should be fired. You exactly. should not hold a teaching job whatsoever. Exactly. These you people know? are dangerous. And I don't need, not only these people, but people who are, are like uh, preschool teachers mm-hmm. sitting there saying, oh, well, I just brought up gender and, and sexuality and, and masturbation and, and all this crap. The four-year-olds. Right. Four-year-olds don't right. need to know this. Right. Right. You know, right. they're kids. Let them be kids. Exactly. Not for the sexualization of kids. That's another. That's another uh, tactic of fascists, isn't it? You know, basically talking about, you know, uh, if you want to compare it to the Nazis, because everybody, you know, says that the Nazis are the best example of fascism in, in the recent times. Yeah. Uh, but that whole Hitler Youth thing is all about brainwashing kids, right? Mm-hmm. And this kind of stuff and you know i don't think it goes that far but it certainly is educating kids on things that their parents would probably choose not to educate them right. on at least, at least for, not yet yeah right right no. so i mean um but getting back to the the main point and and the main point is we're seeing all these indications and these actions that are more fascistic um what can be done not only to stop it, but to ensure it doesn't happen again. What could what could be done? Well, number one, vote these people out. Whoever you know, your congressman, your senator, vote them out. Put somebody new in. And that's a that's also true with state government. You know, and your local government. You know, if they're if the student, uh, or if the school board is not going to listen to you, run against them. Vote these people out. They have mm-hmm. no business doing what they're doing. You know, let's right. get back to the original principles. We gotta, That's what we need to get back to. we got to ensure and, that our elections are also accurate and fair. Yes. And, and again, Yale University. You know, it, it's really sad to see what Yale University has become. I don't know if most Americans realize this, but Yale was founded as a religious institution of higher learning. You know, they used to include the Bible in their in their curriculum. They dropped that somewhere in the eight, late 1800s. Maybe they should consider bringing that back again. Yeah, that, no, that won't happen. And it's, it's, course, all, it's all universities, pretty much, you know, unless you're talking about liberty or some of the, some of the you know, Christian foundational yeah. uh, universities that are out there, but so i think we're seeing that all over the country and we're seeing it in schools as you said as young as four year old 4k you know starting yeah. with this kind of nonsense mm-hmm. um so really you know i was talking about the, the, in this episode the difference between not just democrats and republicans because i think there is the main block of the people that are supposedly our representatives are part of a uniparty and mm-hmm. they play this charade in this game of opposing each other and they get wealthy off of it. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that 
there is a difference though and i think what scares both the rhinos and and the the fascist democrats are the america firsters now right so i'm you know i'm struggling with this because uh supposedly this month we are going to we expect approximately 186,000 illegals to get across the border without being stopped yeah. uh i was watching uh steve bannon and he made a great comparison 186,000 in one month versus 156,000 troops that stormed normandy on d-day <laughs> and we think nothing about it and we're up over a couple million already this year right mm -hmm. uh you know and so what what strikes me as funny is now all of a sudden all the fascist left-wingers are out you know decrying i see you have the background of the ukraine there they're out yeah. decrying what's going on you know uh talking about russia and the ukraine and how the ukraine is, has a right to a sovereign border how we have to go defend the ukraine how we have to fund their border defense yet we're being invaded literally on our southern border and they call you a domestic terrorist if you believe that America right. is entitled to that same sovereignty. <laughs> right? Well, Isn't that what they're doing? That's, that's a joke. It's a joke, really, yeah. if you think about it. And sadly, with Ukraine, the war shouldn't really have ever happened. And there was a way to avoid it. I mean, we, we saw we saw that the Russians were building up troops there. You know? Yeah, I mean, that was, like, that was, I mean, he didn't react. He was, all. he was telling us what he was going to do for decades, right? Yeah. I mean, two decades, and, right? And here, you know, it's plain to see, you can see that they're building up troops. Well, we could have done something. Mm -hmm. you know, and it didn't have to be, you know, oh, well, we're going to blah, blah, blah. No, it could be quiet. You could just simply park an aircraft carrier task force in the Black Sea and then park one in the Baltic and that's it. Yeah. That's all you need to do. I think the thing that I think the thing that frustrates me the most is while this administration is worried about you know hammering on hammering on Americans that love their country and calling them domestic mm -hmm. terrorists and busting down their doors if they go to the school board meeting, China is looking at taking Taiwan and if they take Taiwan it gives them free access to that part of the ocean. They can go right. in and they can strangle Japan. Japan won't get their their oil. They won't get their mm -hmm. their goods. Um, right. United, you know, the Seventh Fleet is outgunned. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the United States has let their navy uh, now slip and no longer the most powerful navy in the world. And here, here we find ourselves. So we got that on our doorstep. We've got uh, Joe Biden doing nothing about the Saudis, potentially dumping the dollar in favor mm -hmm. of Chinese currency, which would destroy America for decades. Mm -hmm. Doing nothing well, about that except what? Begging for a meeting. Yeah. You know, with, yeah, you had a phone call today. Yeah. You know, it lasted two hours. I don't know what they talked about, but I'm sure, you know, well, she the, was probably laughing at him. Yeah, look at the time. optics of that. I mean, he's on his knees begging she for a discussion while mm -hmm. the Saudis turned his phone call away, right? Right. And wouldn't talk to him about the whole currency issue. I mean, we have the weakest president, I think, in history. And, well, my personal opinion, he's not the president. So, and yeah. that's coming out. I mean, that's coming out in Wisconsin. Big news last night that they have a lot of these mules. Of course, the mules are the people who 
once the computer turns in all the fake votes, the mules have to go and they actually physically had to stuff the boxes with fake ballots. And they are on film doing that. They're, all their cell data was purchased. I don't know if you heard this or not, but they actually have individuals going from ballot box to ballot box, stuffing thousands of ballot boxes. And they know who those individuals were. They have their cell phone data and they can track them from box to box. And they have video of them stuffing. So you know, that's how they got paid. So, and this could go back to Zuckerberg and his money. Maybe that's how they got paid from that money. So, I mean, you could see Zuckerberg in prison and hopefully so if that's what he did. You know, so yeah. to, to, to tie all this back together and we'll wrap it up here. I mean, America is destroying itself within while the rest of the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And, you know, you have the, the New World Order uh, globalists out there. Um, do you think all this is scripted or how much do you think is scripted and how much of this is just plain incompetence? Uh, maybe some of it's scripted, but may, I think... Uh... The election was probably scripted, but everything else I'm, I'm thinking is, is it's sheer incompetence. I mean, let's face it. I mean, no one could, no one competent could screw things up as much as Joe Biden has. I mean, yeah, let's I would, just face it. What well, COVID? Even, I think COVID yeah. was scripted too. Yeah, yeah, COVID might have been scripted, but as far as everything else, I think it's incompetence. Even even Barack Obama, who I really hold no high esteem for. I think he's a complete idiot too. But even Obama said that, you know, don't underestimate Joe Biden's ability to screw things up. <laughs> and uh, I'm cleaning that up. But but you know what I, what yeah. he really said. Yeah. But and and you look back and you and it's like, well for, for once Barack Obama is actually right. <laughs> for once. Right. You know? Right. But uh of course we have to worry about what's happening now, you know, as far as like our ability to protest or voice our opinion. And this leads me to uh, a strange joke a, a professor once said when I was taking uh, introduction to law as an undergraduate. And it's set in Stalinist Russia. And there's this man sitting in a, in a jail cell. The jail cell door opens and two other men are thrown in it and the two men get up off the floor and they sit on either side of the gentleman that's already in the jail cell and the guy on the left hand side asked the guy on the right so what are you in here for and the guy on the right said well I'm here because I agreed with Bukharin and Stalin threw me in here what are you in here for well the guy on the left replies, well, I'm in here because I disagreed with Bukadin. The guy in the center said, you think you have problems? I am Bukadin. <laughs> That's where we're going down. That's yeah. the world we're going down. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I think you had uh, nailed it right in the head when you said that, uh, you know, people have, you have to get out and vote. And I, there's people out there that are really empathetic, not empathetic, uh, uh not thinking they're going to vote because it's a waste of time and you can't you can't think that you have to get out and vote um i do agree with you i think the election was stolen but i think that you have to do it not to do it is a certain loss 
you know. So there really is no alternative. Well, if you if you don't do it, you're guaranteeing right, right. that we're going down this road. Even vote third party. I mean, yeah, people say you're throwing away your vote, but still, right. vote third party. You never know. Local election, a third party candidate might actually win. Well, the other message, the other message from our discussion is you can't tolerate some of these things anymore. You got to stand up and speak out. Mm -hmm. So thanks for thanks for bringing on, and we'll have you back again soon to talk Mm -hmm. more about world events and get some insight into history as well. Appreciate it. Thank you. is it for today thank you for joining us next week i will have mr robert ralph who is running for wisconsin senate district 27 uh he's got a good agenda i will have him on for a segment and we'll talk about what his vision is as um, a senator for the state of wisconsin there's a lot happening in wisconsin as we talked about uh, as we talked about uh, earlier so Please tune in for that, and we will see you next time. You can always get a hold of me at redbloodedpatriots.com. There's a contact page there, or you can email redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. We'll see you next week.